It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Former late night host Jay Leno. He's been retired for a little bit. He collects cars. If you didn't know this, Jay Leno has hundreds of cars. Some old, some new, some borrowed, some blue. That's a bad joke. Oh. We learned that he got burned a part of his uh, face, neck, and shoulder yeah. about a month ago. And I guess, uh, so he's done his first interview now since being burned. And he said he was working on a car from 1907. A really old car. One of his buddies, he asked him, like, hey, can you blow through the fuel line? Some gas splashed on him. And then I guess a pilot light was nearby on this old car. Oh, God. And he caught fire. His friend had to jump on top of him to smother out the flames. That's a nice friend. That's a good friend to have. Would you do that for me? My face is on fire. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, depends on how you treated me that day. Okay. That's a cool way to get hurt. That's, yeah. a, that's a cool story to tell people. I was working on an old car. Just another day at the shop, you know. But, like, I have this injury right now in my right arm. I can't do anything. Explain. I want you to talk about the injury before you explain how it happened. So, oh, it's just my whole arm is just in, in severe pain. Anything I go to pick up or even just putting on the seatbelt just hurts. Yeah, from, like, your elbow to your wrist pretty yeah. much. It's getting a little better, but I'm sure that I damaged it opening jars. Explain. My, explain. Well, no one in my family seems to be able to open the smoothie containers. I think they got warped and then they put the thing on and then you got to get it off to drink the smoothie. It is so hard to get that lid off. And I think one of the times I was trying so hard to get the lid off that I tore a tendon or something. It's not cool. Not a cool way to go down. And you've been injured for a month. Can you imagine, like, this could be like a lifelong injury just from opening jars. I'll never play the piano or my guitar again. You hurt your arm because you were trying to open, like, a kale and peanut butter smoothie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just a bad way to injure yourself. Oh, Yeah. That's terrible. So be careful out there. A lot of people get injured every year opening hey, things. But you were just looking up uh, jar openers. There's actually jar openers, yeah. You can buy these things. There's a tool for that. You're getting old, buddy. Um, yeah, isn't that embarrassing? Oh, Natalie, get me an electric jar opener for Christmas. Uh, I think I want one. I mine one up. And a new magnifying glass. So I can see the lids on the jars. And Natalie's like, I'm not getting you that stuff. And you're like, who said that? I can't see you. It's such a process. I know. I have to take off the glasses so I can see the jar now. And then I have to try and get the lid off and hurt myself. It's terrible. This has been another edition yeah. of Mad Hussies and Old Old I'm Man. not that old. I'm You know who says that? Who? Old people. Some Huron County kids writing their letters to Santa. Oh, this is really nice music. I know. I'm I want to go to sleep. I might sleep. Charlotte in kindergarten at Blue Water Coast Elementary writes, Dear Santa, I love you. Aw. Are you making toys now? I play with my sister even though she's mean to me sometimes. <laughs> I want a mini mouse phone for Christmas. Ooh, that's a classic. That's pretty cool. I didn't know mini mouse was still a thing now. They must still have a home phone. I guess. <laughs> that's right. People yeah. aren't using home phones anymore. Charlotte, do you live with grandma? Chelsea in K1 at St. Boniface writes, Dear Santa, how does Santa watch you? How does Santa hear people? Ooh. Because he sees you when you're sleeping, right? Us. He knows when you're awake. That kid's going to grow up and be a physicist, I think. Chelsea also <laughs> writes, it's Jesus's birthday on Christmas. Thank you for that insight, Santa Chelsea. Santa didn't know? Yeah, I, I think not... that's why he delivers on Christmas. She says, for Christmas, I'm hoping for a camera. Mm. That's a good thing. Maybe that's a fun thing. Spy on Santa. A budding photographer. 
Henry in grade one at Exeter Elementary writes, Dear Santa, my name is Henry. I'm six years old. Are your elves funny? Is your reindeer sick? What? I want I want a Nintendo Switch. Why is he worried if the uh, elves have good jokes or not? I don't know. How does that affect their toy making? You want to work with good people, right? You want to work, you don't want to work with somebody bland. True enough. Same yellow shirt to work every day like Dwight. It was a good year for maple syrup production in Canada. Highest yield on record, 79.1 million liters of the sweet stuff. Mm-mm. Amazing. That's up 53.8% from last year. So it's a good maple syrup year. And even though they produce a lot of maple syrup, it doesn't mean it gets cheaper when there's more of it. They only It's like the diamonds. It's like they have a whole bunch in stock, but they only let them out so much at a time so they retain their value. Maple well, syrup's the same. Yeah, because there's good years and bad years, so you kind of got to keep it around the same. But you know what is stressful? That first time that your child wants to pour their own maple syrup on the pancakes. So this is a struggle as a parent because you want your kids to learn how to do things, but you kind of don't want them pouring their own maple syrup. Yeah, because that bottle costs 15, 20 bucks. But you also want them to learn how to do that. I'll never forget the first time I let the kids pour their own maple syrup. It hurt my heart how much syrup they put on the pancakes. Well, because you're a cheap man. Oh, half the container goes out onto that plate. They ate their pancakes, and you know what I did? I saved the leftover syrup. You didn't pour it back into the bottle. Not into the bottle, but I put it in a separate container. I'm not going to waste maple syrup. Are you that cheap? That stuff's precious. Maple syrup's precious. No, dude, I I had a talk with Trish. You don't waste that stuff. Trish and I had a conversation (laughs) because I made uh, French toast and maple syrup, and there were still puddles of it on her plate. Oh, that's a sin. (laughs) You don't leave puddles of it. You either use it all or you don't put... So much on. It's like use as much as you need, but as much as you need, not as much as you want. That's the thing about maple syrup. That's why the Belmore Maple Syrup Festival is so great. You can just dump a whole bottle onto your plate. They just bring you another bottle. Forget the plate. I dumped it right into my mouth. Mmm. Diabetes. So you think I'm being cheap, but I think right now with the way things cost and everything, it's good to be a little bit thrifty every now and then. Okay, so you just got your Christmas tree yesterday because... You got it for free, is that right? Yeah, is it okay to be thrifty around Christmas? Explain how you got this, what you had to wait for. Well, I have a friend who had a wedding, a Christmas-themed wedding, and they were getting a bunch of Christmas trees because it's part of the decor, and they were offering these trees for people after they were done their wedding. And so I'm like, oh, sure, I'll take a free tree. I'll wait until five days before Christmas to get my tree. So the kids were asking me, like... Are we not having Christmas this year? There's no tree. I'm waiting for the free tree. Where's the tree? And I had to tell them, well, I'm waiting for the free tree. And they're like, oh, dad, save on the tree. Okay, how is this tree? Decent. I gave it a fresh cut. Hold on. What are you, what are you not it's, saying? It's not the nicest if you tree. Were, if you were happy with the tree, you'd say you were happy with it's the tree. It's not the nicest tree we've ever had, but the kids were polite. They didn't say anything about it. They didn't say, oh, dad, you blew it. They didn't say you Charlie Brown the tree this year or if anything. If we make fun of the tree, dad will cry. They were just happy we finally got it. Somebody has to decorate it a mm-hmm. couple days before Christmas, and then it's, good. <laughs> it's probably going to be up till family day. That's the thing. We're so exhausted from doing all the other Christmas stuff. Nobody wanted to decorate it. Sad-ass tree in your home. We're at that point like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just work away at it till Christmas. Oh, Don't do it boy. all in one shot. Don't be like Mad Hussy. Get your tree well in advance. <laughs> Spend just a little bit of money. Support a local farmer. There you go. Yeah, Buy well, it in advance. Well, the, the bride supported the farmer. Sure she did. 
I had a beer this weekend. How many beers do you have this weekend? Oh, like three or four, maybe. Okay. Would you say you've you st- you've been drinking less since the pandemic started? More, roughly the same. About the same. About the same. Yeah. One in five Canadians now say they're drinking less than they did before the pandemic. Now, does this have anything to do with pot being legal now? I'm maybe not sure. People switched substances, maybe? Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. But there is a lot of places now making non-alcoholic brews, a lot of craft breweries, because these are getting more and more popular. I've been places where I'm, I'm the one driving and everybody else is drinking. You buy some non-alcoholic beers, it looks like you're part of the group. And, and there shouldn't be any pressure. Like, I mean, it used to be you go to a party and like, are you pregnant? Are you, or are you sick or something? It's like, no, I'm just want some bubbles just like you. I don't have to have the alcohol. <laughs> some bubbles. Sometimes you just want the bubbles. <laughs> Seriously. I've never heard anybody drinking someone, a non-alcoholic beer saying, oh, you know, it's just the bubbles I love. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the buzz I love. I love the, the buzz the that buzz beer gives c- me. Can be nice. Yeah, I mean, I I've been drinking less. I've saved a ton of money, a lot healthier, and uh, yeah, I go out a lot less. And uh, okay, my girlfriend says I become lifeless in the bedroom, but at least my friends stopped hanging out with me. Good for you, drinking less. Why would you do something that makes you more fun and attractive? I've never seen so many people fishing out in the Maitland River this time of year. I guess a lot this time of year sometimes it's covered in snow and ice, but not this year. People right out in the river catching big trout. And so I was heading down to the Maitland River just outside of Godridge, heading to the, the into a parking lot. This guy's waving at me like, no, stop, stop. And I almost ran over his fish. <gasps> he had like a <laughs> two to three foot trout beautiful fish and he had it right where the road was i think he was just putting his stuff in the his van you know drop the fish there in the meantime so what was, would you do if you ran over his fish i don't know maybe he'd thank me for tenderizing it that's a bad joke it would have been tragic they've been there all morning probably five or six hours to catch that beauty i would have felt terrible do you go buy them another fish like do you find a fish market and buy a new fish or do you go to shanahan's and godrich and just get them like a fat steak i don't know what i would do maybe i would give them some money or something say hey sorry (laughs) please don't hurt me mr (laughs) angler but just seeing this beautiful fish and all the meat that was on it got me thinking I gotta oh. take I gotta take up fishing it triggered your cheap brain it did you are a cheap cheap I, man I could feed my family for a whole week and you realize that there's free meat in the Maitland River there's free food just <laughs> swimming there in the river yes Matthew fish live in the water it just dawned on me we gotta take up fishing I would absolutely do it it's the filleting that weirds me out oh yeah yeah we got that nice grill now I got the griddle you Dude, I do know how to clean. See now them. you're in, now you're speaking to me because I like to griddle. Yeah, and I could cut up a fish, make some nice uh, seared fish on the griddle. Fish tacos. Oh, let's do it. Let's get a rod. You do the fishing. You I'll do, do the, the cooking. Gotcha. There we go. We figured it out. We'll never have to buy food again. Over in the UK town, there they're having a problem with public urination. So people come out of the bars and then they pee all over the wall, and it's disgusting. And so they've put in a stop to it. There's a special paint that you can paint on the wall that if you pee against the wall, it'll just splash all back on you. It's called hydrophobic paint. It, the paint actually repels water. It makes it so that even a gentle spray will bounce right back and get you in the shoes and socks. Genius, but also kind of cruel. 
A little bit. You're not expecting it. They also have QR codes all over the place directing you to the closest washroom so you don't go on the wall. And this can be an issue in Huron County. You've got towns sparsed out here and there, and especially in Clinton. Uh, if there's a, if you have to go to the bathroom, it's an emergency in Clinton. You just go where everybody in Clinton goes to the bathroom. Say it with me, Matt. The, the light, light tunnel. tunnel. Here's a case of modern evolution going on with black bears. Scientists have been noticing black bears are starting to turn red. Have you seen this? They kind of have a red tinge to them. Like Santa Claus? Kind of. Some kind of genetic mutation that started around 9,000 years ago. And ever since then, they're turning redder couple advantages for them where it helps them stay cooler. And also, it disguises them as brown bears. To who? To other black bears that are territorial. Bears are dumb. They might think, oh, that's a brown bear. I don't have to fight that one. What stupid animals. Yeah, well, it it could also uh, be problematic around Christmas time because with these red bears, might look a bit like Santa. Yeah, and it's very important to be able to distinguish between a reddish black bear and Santa Claus. So to help you out during the yeah. holidays, Matt and I have a list of ways to tell. Is that a bear or Santa Claus? So, for example, bears have large, sharp claws. Santa has small, dull claws. Okay. A bear has a loud growl. Santa has a loud stomach rumble. Sounds similar. It's IBS. Yeah. Bears have reddish fur. Santa has a red suit with gray fur underneath. Hmm. Bears will eat reindeer on occasion. Santa exploits reindeer. It's capitalism. Bears <laughs> poo in the woods. Santa poos in the fireplace. Yeah, at least Santa does that. Bears break into your home and eat everything. Santa also breaks into your home, but only eats what you leave out. That's probably why he has digestive issues. Christmas on a Sunday this year, of course, but got a weather advisory from Environment Canada for Huron County. And it's saying Thursday and Friday could see some showers, some maybe a little bit of snow in the mix. And then on Saturday, the temperature is going to drop a lot. So all that slush, all that rain we got the previous two days is going to freeze fast. On top of that, So it's going to be icy underneath. On top of that, we're going to get some lake effect snow. Looks like Saturday and Sunday. Oh, dear. So if you got some travel plans for Christmas and you plan to be doing some driving Saturday or Sunday for Christmas Day, could be a little messy. I suppose on the downside, you'll have to miss that Christmas get together. But on the upside, you'll have to miss that Christmas get together. Yeah. Yeah. It's the silver lining to everything. Yeah. But bad weather doesn't mean you can't still get drunk together over FaceTime. Come on. Right. We did this a few years ago at a Zoom call for the family. Everybody getting wine drunk? No, not really. All right. Just drunk on the Christmas spirit. And nothing says Christmas like grandma getting wine buzzed while holding her iPhone six inches from her face. A little extra money around this time of year. Not bad. $4,000 could go a long way guy in toronto 52 year old guy so not a young guy this is relevant later not a young guy i'm almost that age yep like i said not young he was at the woodbines casino in toronto playing the slot machine won four thousand bucks boom awesome right he goes to cash out casino says "Mm you don't have photo id unless you have photo id you don't get your money I'd be like, just look at my face. <laughs> look how withered and old I am. <laughs> Isn't this photo ID enough for you? <laughs> no. There should be a backup here where you bring your mom or a note from your mom. Because moms wouldn't lie. 
Well, yes, they would. But they probably would to get a cut of $4,000. My mom has lied so much. <laughs> like, yep, that's my, that's my kid. You just pull any lady off the street. Be like, say you're my mom, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> but I got $4,000 this time of year. Think about the kids with no Christmas presents. And think of how happy it would make them if you snuck them into a casino. Lisa LaFlem, you remember her from CTV News? Yeah, I was actually interviewed by her once. Look at you. Yeah. Back in my music days. Now, did she have gray hair when she interviewed you? No. Because so, apparently that's problematic for yeah, some people. She, she, had, she had a nice head of uh, black hair. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa LaFlemme, if you're not aware of the situation, national CTV news anchor, uh, she got fired a little while ago. And evidently, one of the executives, a guy named Michael Melling, he talked about how eh, she's got gray hair, can't have that on the TV. Get her out of here. And they did. And then that dude, Michael Melling, has now been demoted. Good. From vice president of news to vice president of shared services, whatever the hell that is. I hope he's so stressed out that he goes gray. Maybe. I don't know how old he is. Maybe he's gray already. But Matt and I would like to reiterate, there's nothing wrong with having gray hair. No, mine's like 50-50 gray now. It's, it's natural and it's beautiful. So if you're going gray, there's nothing wrong with that. Baldness, on the other hand, ew. Yeah, that's ew. more for it's more for radio. Yeah, like, if you're bald, get off of TV, come to radio. Nobody wants to see that. Today's the day when the ban on single-use plastics, a bunch of single-use plastics, begins here in Canada. Now, it's a ban on the manufacture and import for sale of these products. So companies like, say, McDonald's, for example, Harvey's A&W, where you order your food, Tim Hortons, they'll still be allowed to use these single-use plastics while they have them in stock. Yeah, they, they can use them up until December of next year, apparently. It's not like you have a straw in your cup, someone's going to shoot you. Yeah. You won't get arrested. Yeah, police yeah. will not shoot on sight when they see a straw. <laughs> so don't worry about that. But we have to start thinking about, hey, if we don't get a straw with our meal when we go through the drive through what do, you, what do you do? Do I have to put the cup up to my mouth and just pour it into my mouth, I guess? I guess that's the only other option. It seems bizarre, right? It just seems so. Do I even know how to do this? You said you have a problem <laughs> with eating behind the wheel. What's going on here? How is that not distracted driving? I don't know anybody this has happened to, but I've talked to police who said if you're eating a burger behind the wheel and it seems like you're not driving well, your full attention's not on the road, they can still stop you for distracted driving. I had some friends who were visiting here from Sweden and they, they thought the whole drive through culture was insane. So when they're on a road trip and they're hungry or thirsty, they stop and they sit at the place and eat or they sit on the lawn. <sighs> Europeans. But that makes more sense. It no, makes it doesn't. Driving and eating makes no sense. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's like barbecuing and drinking a beer. It's like, oh, it just feels so right. You're driving, you're eating your McNuggets, I, one hand on the wheel, the other hand all greasy with the disgustingly awesome chicken. A burger, though, you got to use your knees to steer and both hands on the burger. I've seen this before. I've done this before. I've seen someone driving with no hands because they had a burger in their hands. It's Huron County, man. <laughs> the highways are a thousand kilometers long. They're all straight. You can drive with your knees for 10 minutes. You'd be safer texting on your phone. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And eating a hamburger. It's insane. <laughs> no, every smartphone now you can yell at it to text. You eat with your hands. You use your mouth to yell at the phone. You use your hands and mouth to eat while you're driving. Practice safe driving. 
Canadian taxpayers, we paid a lot to have Charles and Camilla come last year. This was before they were even king and queen consort or whatever they're called now. It was a million dollars just for the policing and travel alone. And then there was tons of food charges on top of that. $18,700 in food charges just to feed the prince and his staff. For how long? For three days. Eighteen Can, grand for three days. Yes, a million dollars for three days. When was the last time you went on a vacation for three days and it racked up to a million dollars? Yeah, dude. Me and you go on vacation, max it's costing like $200,000. Can't they just go to Wendy's or something? We should just have a barbecue. On the House of Commons lawn. $18,000 to feed these clowns. They don't need lobster and caviar and all this stuff. Where did they buy the groceries? Loblaws? This story out of Israel. There was some police on duty the night or the morning of the, the World Cup, wherever they were watching it. And they got a call for a gas leak. And so they went to check that out. They find a grow up where the gas leak was supposed to be. You found a bunch of cannabis? Yep. Went in and they started handing out fines. They're not too picky there about the weed. But they were, you know, given some tickets and stuff. They noticed the World Cup game was on, which they were probably watching before they got the call. And they did all the arrests and whatever they needed to do. And then they asked them, can we watch the end of the World Cup with you? <laughs> okay, if you're growing cannabis illegally and the cops come and bust you and you got a ticket from the cops... And then they ask you that. What do you say? Like, these people just find you. Oh, like, no, get out of here. No, I would, I would totally let them. I would be understanding. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, maybe one of the best soccer games ever. It's like, come on, join us. You don't have a drug dealer's mind at all. You're like, no, I would make friends with the police. Maybe you could make a bit of a deal, though. Well, we let you watch the game. No fines. Or you, right? say, or you gamble with the police on the game. Mm. You say, if Argentina wins, you rip up these tickets. Yes. And if France wins, we pay double the fine. Yeah. Because Argentina was the favorite. That's what they should do. It's probably illegal. Yeah, probably. But this is all make-believe. I hope that they just all lit up together and had a great old time. <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> to us all. You do it in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to us all. Pretty sure those wise men were on something. What is frankincense? Men finally have equality. <laughs> so coming up at the Paris there Summer Olympics in 2024, for the first time ever in the history of Olympic sport, we will have men's artistic swimming. Finally. I always wondered, where's men's artistic swimming? I never even realized that men weren't doing this. Yeah, I guess not. I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. Only women, but 2024... Men's artistic swimming. You might know it as synchronized swimming, but you can do it solo, too. There can be one person or two people in the pool doing the water dancing. It's basically dancing, but in water, when you're all synchronized. I like this quote from the president of World Aquatics. He says, men have proven themselves to be excellent artistic swimmers. It's taken us a while. It but took we, us a minute. We've gotten there. And you know what, Matt? It's about time <laughs> men had some opportunities. Yeah, for too long. Our only advantages were earning more money and being stronger on average and voting before women were allowed to and less social pressure on our appearance and being able to take our shirts off without people staring and peeing standing up. But aside from that, no advantages to being a man. But now we finally have true equality. Sarcasm. We're, we're being sarcastic. Please don't write us emails. Or if you do, we'll read them on the air and make fun of you. 
I noticed a lot of people were getting their grocery shopping done early. So hopefully that's out of the way for you. But there's this, there's this thing they do over in the Netherlands at 200 different grocery locations. They have a chat checkout. And this is designed where if you're not in a rush and you could use a little talk with somebody, you can just take your jolly old time and go through the checkout and talk to the cashier. They have a really friendly cashier there. So it's almost like a therapy session while you check out your groceries. That sounds like a nightmare. Well, you don't have to use that checkout. So people who want to chat. The poor cashier. No, I'm, I'm sure they must hire someone special. I, hopefully they pay them a little more. You think <laughs> You think grocery store workers are getting paid a little more because they're doing more work? You th- well, maybe over there. Dude, have this you, is the Netherlands, Were man. you alive during the pandemic? <laughs> All the healthcare workers, the grocery store workers, they were the people we needed to work, and they did, and we barely paid them anymore. And now we're making them chat to lonely old people. They scan your eggs while you talk about your life. Is anyone coming for Christmas this year? It's sort of like this time of year, people chat at the checkout, right? So it's kind of a nice time. Oh, I try not to. Everybody's in a rush. Everyone chatting in the aisles. Excuse me. Excuse me. Move your cart. Merry Christmas this, Merry Christmas that. So instead of a self-checkout, it's like a self-help checkout. I think it's a great idea. Oh, boy. You don't have to use it. (laughs) But they're taking away another normal cashier to make way for the I'm going to talk to you all day cashier. Why don't they just have a section in the grocery store where there's couches? Where you just sit and chat with each other. Wouldn't that be better? It's called Tim Hortons, Matthew. Oh, right. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he got a subpoena yesterday. And he's going to be testifying in a trial in London, Ontario. It's the trial of the gentleman, I don't know if you remember, not this past September, September before, before the federal election. There's somebody in London who threw stones at the Prime Minister. Oh, yeah, just randomly picked up some gravel. Eh, eh. Stones hit him in, like, the shirt. I don't think they even got him in the face. But it hit his shirt. He went in his tour bus. I don't think it even messed up his hair. No. No, his hair was stunning. But that guy is charged with assault with a weapon, and the prime minister has to appear at that trial to testify. Rocks are a weapon? Yeah. Anything's a weapon. You're holding it in your (laughs) hand. It's My Yeti mug could be a weapon if you upset me enough. Ooh. And I'm hoping this guy doesn't go to jail. Because that would be embarrassing to explain to the other prisoners. What are you in for? Yeah, I hear you assaulted the prime minister. <laughs> what kind of weapon do you use? A bat? Do you use a knife? It's like, no, I threw stones at him from 20 feet away <laughs> that I picked up off the ground. <laughs> it's like, ha, 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 you're my prison wife now. But even though the weather's terrible, Santa always makes it through the storm. He does. He's magic. We can't make it through the storm. We're just meat bags. We can't mm. drive in this weather. But Santa... He's magic. He can fly above this storm system. The Exeter Lakeshore Times Advance, they published a whole bunch of Christmas letters to Santa from students right here in Huron County. Going to read a couple right now. Macy in grade two at Blue Water Coast. Macy writes, Dear Santa, thank you for giving me a baby doll. Aw. Santa, can you please give me a new water bottle this year? Macy's going places because Macy understands hydration. That's practical. Got to make sure you drink your water. Water bottle. What a great idea. That's a good idea, right? Nice hydro flask. Mm-hmm. A Contigo. Mm-hmm. Alex in grade one at Exeter Elementary. Alex writes, Dear Santa, am I on the naughty or nice list? Oh, he doesn't know? That's scary. <laughs> Alex lives dangerously. <laughs> I want a harmonica for Christmas. Oh, could anything be worse to give a child than a harmonica? Harmonica might be on the way. Amelia. In kindergarten at St. Boniface, Amelia writes, Dear Santa, 
I would like a baby doll, a unicorn book, a unicorn hair clip, unicorn pajamas, a new hairbrush, and a unicorn coloring book with stickers. Somebody's into the unicorns. Somebody's digging the unicorns. Amelia also writes, tell my elf on the shelf I love him. Aww. Amelia, you can tell your elf on the shelf yourself. He yeah, might not respond. Even though he's frozen, he can hear you. Yeah, he'll hear you. He just has sleep paralysis. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.